Welcome everyone. We're about to begin by Hashem Shalom Shir number 222. We mentioned in passing, uh, Sefer Devei Shalom in English, A Terror Guide to a Peaceful Life, Volume 1, written by Rev. Uh, Ruven Feinstein. And uh, it has beautiful concepts in there um, on all different parts of life. He talks about Parnassa, and he talks about Shalom Bayes, and he talks about Midois, and he talks about oh, financial uh, uh, issues. He talks about very, very important life topics and the proper ashkafet, about chumras, about how to leave, live with peace of mind, and so on and so forth. And he has a nice big section there on Shalom Bayes as well. Now we're not going to go through all of it, but we're at some points of it we are going to talk about today. And um, he goes through very important Yesidais. He talks about the husband's obligations and responsibilities in marriage, in the Ksuba, I'm not Eflach, that I'm going to work, I'm going to take care of my wife, giving her food, giving her clothing, and, um, and to supply her with shelter. Then he talks about Bismanazeh, when the wife is masking to work part-time or full-time to, to, to help him learn and go to Kailu and so on and so forth. But when it comes to a point where she can't do this anymore, and she needs to, to you to work and needs to be taken care of, then you have a chiyav to do so. Talks about the wife's responsibilities, um, and um, that's required. Talks about the stresses on marriage in our contemporary times, in our societies, the fact that very often we're forced to live with a double income where we need um, both their salaries in order to just simply make ends meet and how to go about that and how that's not a stira, it's a tznias. If you go out, if the wife if the wife goes out to work, but she goes to the right environment with the right mindset, talks about income, uh, about and about in, um, you know income stuff and what what with her earnings and basically to be a mensch overall benegaya all types of agreements especially um, you know things that are very you know important to their actual lives together it talks about when couples are out of sync in frumkite with one another how to connect when there's a disparity that way. And to recognize, by the way, when, when you had a level of frumkite at the point that you're married, at that time of the marriage, each one had a certain level of commitment and observance, that's really the bar that, you know, anything else is, is extra credit, so to speak. You could encourage, of course, to grow, uh, your husband or wife to grow. You could encourage them to make changes. But Reuven basically says you can't demand them to do so. You cannot demand them for, to do so, right? So if a woman married a man knowing he was not Shema Shabbos, he can't demand that all of a sudden he could be, you know, a shame, that he needs to be a Shema Shabbos. Same time, if a woman married a, a man married a woman knowing she was not going to cover her hair, he cannot demand that she should start doing so. They knew what the matzav was. They accepted their levels of religion at that point in time when they got married. So they, they can't demand them to, you know, to change now. But they could have open dialogues, talk together, work out a, a, a middle path, everything in a peaceful, peaceful way. It's very important. It talks about conflict in marriage, how do you avoid conflict in marriage, 
and um, she talks about concepts of divorce. Basically, he really, really goes into a lot of life situations that's Kadai to look, look forward to and to read. He talks about people's unrealistic expectations um, about each other, um, and it's important to accept the reality of things. And very often you get thrown into a reality after marriage where you wake up and you realize, hey, you know, I didn't expect it to be this way. And there's some disappointment there because of your because of your unrealistic expectations. And it's important to accept reality, to find inner simcha in the reality that you have with whatever problems that there may be, and accept it, believe shalom. And then he talks about the importance of being equally important with your behavior in, in the house and the behavior out of your house. And it's important that... Um, that the ikr midas taivais that you need to exhibit is within your own house together with your wife. That's very, very important. Because very often times, there are times where the husband um, is a balchesed outside, very well known, and, and, and helps everyone under the sun, you know, on the outside. And that's beautiful, beautiful when it comes to inside the, the home. It's a different story. So it's very important to create this warm environment in the home environment. And we talked about, he talks about financial stresses and how to handle it and um, to learn how to live within your means while you're under financial stress. Talks about uh, resolving conflicts. And when you can't resolve conflicts, what do you do? Sometimes you have to accept things the way they are. And sometimes you could adjust and so so on and so forth. Part. He talks about how to, you know, on being ex, ex, um, Pesach stress, believe it or not. The Chumras in Pesach and how that could cause added stress and you have to be careful not to use Pesach with all its cleaning and inyanim to, 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 to create as, more issues in Shalom. Bayez, Chasra Shalom talks about being accepted by your spouse's family and how to go about doing that. Talks about the Shidduch system. Then he talks about, which is so true, that there's no such thing as a platonic relationship between a, 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 a boy and a girl. Because the bottom line is, it's always a sexual event. That's why there's a Isayichud. Now, that doesn't mean your head's in the sewer when you say that. What it means is, is that in every connection that you have, male, female, this always runs that that uh, possibility of of you know sexuality and that's why you have these shmiras and that's why you have to be careful that's why there's a iser yichud that's why when you need to interact with the opposite gender at work or in other situations you have to really be very careful and very focused and then he talks about society's uh, views towards divorce and Hazal mar- recommends um, people to par- marry young. The truth is, it depends on each situation. Then he talks more about the individual roles of the husband and the wife. Um, he talks about the Mila of the Kiar, um, how, how how the women beautify their themselves in front of the the mirrors that became the Kiar, um, and so on, and. Um, what did they do with the, these mirrors? 
So Rashi says that the men were worn out from their work and the women would bring them food and drink and after their husbands ate, they would bring out the mirrors and say, look at me and look at you and I'm better looking than you. And this way they would arouse their husbands. And um, it's interesting. He asks this question. What do you? He says, by you saying I'm better than you, and you're insulting your husband, basically, or I'm better looking than you. How could that cause them to become aroused? You know, to want to be with them. And what Rav Ruben says is what the husband, women were telling their husbands was not an insult at all. They were saying, "Look at the two of us. We're both enslaved. We're both forced to do hard labor. Yet we women overcame our situation, and we can make ourselves beautiful, despite the fact that we're in this bitter gullus." And we can still live a life as much as possible. And if we have done so, us women, you can do to do that too. And these women made sure through this that Kalyasol would continue. And that's why the mirrors were so special. And that's why the Kiar celebrates the woman's ability to motivate, to inspire, um, to give chiyas to her husband, even when he's worn out, um, that he won't get depressed and won't be broken because his wife guides him, his wife inspires him, his wife helps him fulfill his role. And um, so he has to realize a husband. Everything the wife does to maintain their home is done for him. The settings of the table, the cleaning, the floor, whatever she does is all for him. And you need to have a karasatayf to her for that. That's a very important point, which we talked about so many times, about the karasatayf that's necessary. And then he goes through um, so many other areas that are so important. And um, that he also says that you need to have a muna. Part of marriage is a muna. A muna believing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the divine matchmaker. And every match has a purpose, has a reason. And, you know, some of us, Baruch Hashem, we see it clearly and we appreciate it. Some of us may have these things in our head, like, you know, it's it's a mismatch, they say. It's a mismatch. The truth in reality is very often what seems to be a mismatch is really not. It's just that you have different personalities and you got to get used to each other and give in to one another. And then it's very, very, very far from being a mismatch. And um, in Yitzhiyat we talked about, and about Atachoy Milam Das, Ask Hashem Fadas, to help us with this. He talks about Chumri Yaseris in general, but it, obviously it makes a lot of sense that by in the household also one should be very careful to avoid chumras, yeseris, extra chumras, and ask and um, causing your wife tension um, through that is very unhealthy. He goes through senas chenam and ahavas chenam. And this is really not exactly marriage related, but just to be mysive over here, is that if um, if we the way we start count, counteracting against sinas chenam is to have a havas chenam, and the best place to do this is at in at in your home. It starts from home. Everything starts from home, and that's an important thing that sometimes we fail to appreciate. Now, very often, um, you know, we're so busy in our lives. We said this so many times, and it's just it's just the truth of it, it has to be drilled into us again and again and again that we are vulnerable to the exposure out on the streets, and it takes a lot of strong effort, a lot of strong effort to stay focused, 
and um, it's very important. Anyway, just the Shear mentioned a few Ha'aris from this, so it's Devei Shalom from Ravruvim Feinstein. It's a good to look at the Sefer, it has a lot of important points here. Hatzlocha and Bracha.